Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and we're back for another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Um, If you've been following me for about the last year, you've seen me go through some ups and downs, a lot of downs lately, especially with the depression cycle I went into with my wife, um, losing her job, and how we kind of hit a little situation where things just haven't gone too well. Um, But, you know, with all bad things come great things at the end, and we've kind of had a lot of hope at the beginning of July where we've really been able to turn a lot of these things around, help battle our depression, find happiness with each other, go and really dive deep into love and compassion and vulnerability and authenticity and really driving true connections with others. And um, for all the people who have been out there supporting us, we really wanted to thank you for all your support and everything because we wouldn't have been able to really make it this far without any of you. And I think that brings us to a good point for our guest today um with everyone we kind of get to a point where we think things are okay but all of a sudden unexpected things happen like maybe you're losing six figures of a household income out of nowhere due to an event with like misogyny kind of like what my wife went through and it makes you question and put uh, life into perspective uh, today we have Jaressa Blount on the line, and I think back in 2015, was it, um, you were uh, left without uh, a job when you were working too, and you were kind of falling behind, and then you have this great comeback story of how you've been able to work with all these prestigious people, write a book, and kind of help uh, a lot of women who are struggling with things like this. Um I don't want to really take away too much of your thunder, Jaress, so why don't you take a moment to like introduce yourself and kind of share that journey with us a little bit. Sure. Thank, thank you so much, Leonard. Um, so, yeah, I'm Jarissa Blunt, and um, I've had several comeback, comeback stories, several setbacks in my life that have been, um, you know, really hard. But, yeah, in 2015... I experienced for the first time losing a job. Um, I never, 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 ever been fired from a job, let go from a job. Just it's just never happened. And to 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 experience that in your thirties to me was it was embarrassing, and I was really confused. Um, I the first and it, it was a back to back. So within six months, I actually got low, let go, fired. Mm-hmm. Two jobs, so um, that was it was like a double whammy. Um, I can say though, with the first job, it was something that I had been doing. I, I used to do events a long time ago, and um, event work has been being an event manager has been um, something that I constantly would use as a crutch. If I couldn't find anything else, then I would just go back to events. And I hated it. I didn't like it. I didn't like the hours. My boss was really strange. Um, I didn't know, you know, I felt like I was walking on eggshells. And um, so getting let go from that job, it was like such a blessing in disguise. Um, 
also during that time, I was having some health issues and I needed to have a really major surgery. But because I had just started that job, I was planning on delaying it for probably about a year just so that I could, you know, be able to take um, the time I would need to heal. And if I had done that, I'm not sure... I'm not sure how my body would be today. Like, it, it wasn't a type of surgery that, that I should have been even considering delaying. With the second job, um, which was in production, and um, it, it was, I won't say that it was my wheelhouse, but I was, like, trying to, like, get into this area, this, this um, industry that... I don't, it just wasn't really, it wasn't my wheelhouse. It wasn't, um, I think I had just been, you know, wrapped up into what people are doing in Hollywood and thinking, okay, well, maybe this will work for me. And um, it didn't. And, I, and I'm, so, I'm, I'm so happy that it didn't work out for me. Immediately after the second job, I started a blog with, in 2015, which has literally elevated everything else that came after that. So I'll stop there. That's kind of awesome that you were able to kind of like turn it around so much. I also started writing in 2013, and that was after uh, multiple failures at startups where the companies went bankrupt having difficulty finding and nailing down a job that I could actually appreciate and like. Uh, I worked for, I was underpaid, earning $16.24 an hour. Worked there for about two Mm -hmm. years without a single promotion. And kind of felt like I was stuck in a corner where there was like no way out. And when I started writing back in 2013, uh, you know, a lot of things have changed. Um, Over 300 media feet building a successful company, landing six-figure clients, working with people at like top mm-hmm. uh, companies like Cisco, Dropbox, and all these other places. And just seeing all this kind of stuff just happen that I used to think was impossible. To even like writing a book. And I know you've done a lot of similar stuff like that. But um, do you think this blog was like a catalyst that really changed everything for you? Absolutely. So, you know, after, you know, the two, those two doors closed and I was left with, well, what is it that I really wanted to do? And I was searching for inspiration. You know, I was searching for stories about people who had made a comeback and I would search YouTube and I would search blogs and I would just search anything that would like, I could read that I felt like would uplift me and I just couldn't find the right content. So the funny thing is, is that I had been, you know, kind of complaining to a friend for two years that I wanted to create some new content, some new video content. I had, I did a, a web show like way back when, you know, YouTube had just started and I didn't keep it up, but, and I had been, you know, just wanting and, craving to create new content. And so as I was searching and wasn't able to find anything that, you know, I felt inspired me or I felt gave me some tools that would allow me to to really get out of that space I was in, 
the idea came that, oh, I should create content, you know, interviewing women for women about their greatest setback and how it propelled them forward. And then so I started the comeback series out of those two doors closing. And so I would find women and I would, you know, allow them to tell me their stories. Some of them also had dealt with, you know, being fired or, you know, I had one lady on the show who had left her home, moved all the way to L.A. for a job with her family. And then about a month after getting to L.A., they discontinued her position. And so she was left with, well, what am I to do? And so it was important for me to be able to create that content for other people, not even just women, but I had lots of men, you know, that would send me messages and tell me how inspiring it was. But not only was I inspiring other people and helping other people, but it was also helping me get to the next place. Um, and then later that year, I I released my book. Um, I chose me coming back from heartbreak and other bad relationships. So it was just like a it was like a domino yeah, that, effect, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And similar things kind of happened for me on my journey. Where um, at first I was just sharing a lot of my failures and struggles. And a lot of people reached out to me sharing their failures and struggles with me. And then all of a sudden, I went from this guy that no one really liked to actually creating like real profound friendships where we both camaraderie with each other, we trusted each other, we had each other's backs. And as that time progressed, a lot of people like kind of came back to me and tapped me on my, my shoulder and was like, hey, have you ever thought of doing this? And I'd be like, no, but that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> and then like, I slowly like move my way up kind of that ladder where um, I even have a book coming out with McGraw-Hill Business in um, October this year called Ditch the Act, Reveal the Surprising Power of the Real You for Greater Success. It kind of talks about a lot of the things that you mentioned, like building camaraderie with others, building trust, building a network that kind of supports you, uh, building a community, uh, leading with uh, empathy, authenticity, vulnerability and just showcasing our real selves so i really see mm-hmm. how this journey really <clears throat> helped propel you a lot um what was like the reasoning behind making the book did someone say you should write a book did you always dream of writing a book was this just something that randomly came up or how did that kind of happen no 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 way i never I, if, if i if someone had told me that like five years prior I would have completely laughed in their face, and and, <laughs> and I would have, you know, because I I didn't even have the confidence to to write a book five years prior. Uh, one of the crazy things is, and I tell you know this story sometimes. You know, I have a friend, God bless her heart, and she used to she would ridicule me all the time about like how I said certain words or not saying the right word correctly or, and then I started to like ridicule myself. And so I didn't even have the confidence to, to even think about writing a book. So I knew that I wanted to take the show to more of a live platform. I knew that I wanted to start speaking. And as I did my research, you know, 
speakers have a book. So that was honestly the reason. And I was like, wow, I'm going to have to write a book. <laughs> mm. And, you know, and, and the book actually was, it, it was a bigger book. And what I did is I took one of the chapters because I felt so overwhelmed um, with the process. And it is a process for anyone who's considering writing a book. It's, it's definitely worth it, but it's definitely a process. Um, I decided to take one of the chapters of the original um, idea for the book, and I made that one chapter a book. Um, so I, I'm, I'm probably going to write some more. Um, after that, I'm considering doing a second book, but that's that's how it happened. Um, it took me a year to do it, um, and the reason being, you know, the process of writing a book, and I don't know if you went through this, but you have to confront some things that you feel like that you kind of pushed away and you felt like you may have healed from it. And so going back to those places uh, was very trying and it's, and it's, and it's hard to, to bring those things back up. And so that would, that, that became like a task for me, you know? And so, um, I set a deadline. I had people, like you said, it's so important to have people that support you. I had people checking in and saying, you know, how's it going? You know, did you hit this deadline? Did you hit that deadline? And if it wasn't for those people, like, constantly on me, I'm not sure. I probably would have dragged it out, like, five more months. But I just had the right people pushing me to finish it before the end of that year. Yeah, I can definitely see that, especially with the struggle with writing a book. I mean, putting the words to paper is kind of the easy part. The difficult part is putting the right words to the paper with the right background, with the right level of um, uh, right level of experience, right mindsets, right philosophies, and all of that stuff. And I believe through the uh, book writing process, what it makes us do is it makes us take a deep look into ourselves to really figure out what we really do believe in, what we really do stand for. And a lot of that does take a lot of time to really uncover from the personal healing process. Um, We're about Mm -hmm. at time for a commercial break and we can get more into the details of everything um, after that. Uh, Duressa, where would people find you online? I am at J-O-R-E-S-A-B Jerisa B on Twitter, on Instagram. You can also find me at Jerisa Blunt on uh, Facebook. Perfect. And you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on various platforms and we'll be back after this commercial break. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. 
It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Grow Your Influence Tree. Jarissa uh, and I have been kind of explaining her life journey after being uh, laid off from two different jobs, having a health scare, to creating a community, blogging, and also writing a book and how she kind of moved up in her career. Now, back when you kind of lost your two jobs, I know when my wife Angie kind of had her incident with misogyny and decided to leave work, she kind of entered into a deep state of depression where she felt a loss of identity and then she lost her self of self-worth because she's been in the same type of work for like a decade and then all of a sudden when she wasn't working she didn't really know who she was or what values she had to contribute to society along with the uh, financial issues too and kind of when you fall into a state like that it can seem daunting if not impossible to really move your way outside of a situation like that especially with all those um, deep harboring emotions of uh, kind of what you mentioned before the uh, not feeling good enough doubting yourself and things like that What, what was that emotional journey like to kind of get over everything Oh, wow. Um, you know, it was it was a lot, and it was a lot more than just um, the confusion and frustration of losing a job, but even in the, the shifting of me moving out of those two positions and walking into a season of, oh, this is what my life is supposed to be be like and look like, like this is the better fit for me. Even when things got better, there was still a lot of depression and sadness. And the reason being is I I had a lot of loss when it came to um, the jobs. I had a lot of loss when it came to friends as well. 
um, my I I lost several friends um, during that transition and during that season, and so getting back to not even getting back to myself, which is what I was going to say, but getting to a better self um, definitely took having one key people in my life that could recognize what would hap- what was happening. They could see what was happening. Um, they could see the sadness and depression and, and having them still wanting to push me forward and support myself and support me. Um, and then me getting to a place of grieving, like grieving uh, what I thought my life was supposed to be as far as with the jobs, grieving um, the stability that I had, grieving the friendships that I lost. I had to go through a grieving process to get to the other side. And I didn't do that alone. That came with, again, you know, friend, key friendships that were there for me. It came with prayer. It came with also getting a really, really amazing therapist. Um, that could help me get out of that space. And being dedicated, one, recognizing that, okay, something's wrong here. Um, Even as I was going through my book tour, because I did like, you know, I went to a few cities to speak about my book, to hold some workshops, even through the process of releasing the book and everyone is excited for me and everyone is asking me, how do you feel about writing a book? I mean, people were more excited about me writing a book than I was about completing a book. (laughs) And I had to recognize something was wrong, right? Like, I'm like, they're like, how do you feel? I'm like, oh, I feel fine. Yeah, but you wrote a book. I'm like, yeah, I did. And I just, I couldn't be excited and so I had to recognize that something was wrong. And then that's when, you know, I went into therapy and realized that I, I needed to really grieve and let go of all of those things, all of those transitions, even though I had gotten, you know, on the outside, it looked like my world had gotten better, but I was still dealing with the transition on the inside. Yeah, I, I, I went, I've been going to a family therapist for, I don't know, six months, a year, I don't know, six, let's just say six months. And um, I, I've seen a lot of progress with just myself and uh, my wife, and we've gone through a lot, and I think it's been pretty helpful. And I, I think from a large standpoint, when we kind of look at the world at a big picture, um, there seems to be some negative stigmas behind uh, looking and looking for help for our mental health and to go and grow and to go and find a therapist and things like that. And it often takes a lot of courage to really go out there and make that decision to seek out the help and to go and look for our past traumas or past grievances or past uh, issues and work to go towards healing them. Um, Why do you think you ended up with the decision considering that the world makes it so difficult for us to go and um, embody the power of mental health to make a decision to find a therapist to help with that? Um, I just felt... So the year prior to getting the ther- my therapist, 
um, I had, I thought it was, I thought I needed to have a business coach, right? <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, maybe, you know, I need a business coach to help me kind of like execute these things that I have in my head because I have all these ideas and, you know, maybe like that's what it is. So that year, I don't remember what year that was. It must have been 2016. Um, I went through three business coaches. And the last business coach, I was like, yeah, I don't need a business coach. I have ideas. The ideas is not, you know, I have, you know, I, I have plenty of ideas. That's not the problem. I can come up with plenty of ideas, but I'm struggling with getting up and doing, you know, and doing and being and, and moving things forward. There's like, it was this heaviness that wouldn't allow me to execute on these amazing ideas. And I was like, I don't need a business coach. I need therapy. And um, it's not my first time um, going to a therapist. I, I went to a therapist a, uh, a while ago before, for a very short time. And um, I just decided, you know, this is probably what I need over having a business coach. And I happened to fall upon an Instagram account called Therapy for Black Girls, and they have a directory of um, therapists in different cities, and so I just went through the list. I found one lady, and I tried her out. It 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 wasn't a fit for me. I went back to the list, found, you know, my now therapist. I went to her on a Saturday afternoon and I was a mess. I was a mess when I walked in there and but I knew that she was the right person for me. And so I've been she's been my therapist for over a year now and I'm just I'm in a totally different like mindset. I'm in a totally different place. So through therapy, I mean like me when I go see my therapist, I know when I don't listen to him, all this bad stuff happens. <laughs> but then when I actually listen to him and take his advice, like I see like um my relationship, my philosophies, everything, I see like a lot of this pain kinda of, like melting away and then I feel more like wholesome and like my heart's kind of coming back out of uh hiding and then it's going back to being its true self where it could like love, provide compassion, mm-hmm. empathy, and all this other stuff. Um, as your year has gone by in therapy, have you seen things that were similar for yourself? Oh, absolutely. Um, I use my voice more. Um, I am still learning, but have gotten so much better about being okay with being me fully instead of what I think people want me to be. I think we live in such a society now, especially with social media. You know, everyone wants likes. Everyone wants likes. They want their picture liked. They want people to comment. You know, they want to share everything because they want people to think they have this life, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But trying to um, live up to what you think people want you to be is really a disservice to who you who you are authentically and so it therapy has helped me to like really become more comfortable with 
my gifts and my talents and what I bring to this world um, and not being afraid to share that. Um, but, yeah, I would, I would definitely say um, I just feel more comfortable using my voice than I ever have before. You know, I think also because, you know, we want to be liked so much, you know, people don't even want to hear the truth anymore um, because they want to be liked so much. But I, I just find that I'm just becoming more bold in saying what I really feel um, and saying no. That's a huge one for me. Um, I feel so comfortable with saying no and not having to offer up an explanation behind it. Um, I'm clear on what serves me and what doesn't serve me. I'm also much more clear on, you know, relationships, especially when it comes to friendships, which is one thing that I talk about in my book is, you know, there are seasons for friendships and those things can be so hurtful, you know, when you lose a friend, but recognizing that there are seasons and, and you change, other people change and you might not be a fit in the next season. You know, you might not be as close anymore, and that's okay. And understanding that, um, you know, you make room for new things. Every time you use your voice, every time you say no, every time you honor that a relationship isn't as close anymore, you make space for new things, and that's okay. Yeah, and it seems that you've really grown a lot, especially through the therapy, becoming bolder, being able to say no, being more confident, being in your true self. And I know even after the book, you've accomplished like other um, great achievements. Like um, I believe you're a Forbes contributor. You've met Michelle mm -hmm. Obama and worked with her on some things and some other things like that, right? I am a force contributor. I have not met Michelle Obama, but I did work on one of her events here in L.A., oh, nice. United States of Women. Um, I was an MC for that event, which, you know, I saw her, so I was very close. <laughs> but, yes, I mean, and, and, again, like, if someone had told me literally five years ago that I would be a, a contributor for Forbes, I would not believe them. Still, I wouldn't, like... This is a whole different person. I am the same person that used to make fun of myself because my friend made fun of me. And here I am talking about stories that, you know, about technology and about Bitcoin and crypto and whatever. You know, like, I'm a totally different person. And um, I, I know a lot of people, like, they one day aspire to write for a big publication. And I used to write for Inc., Entrepreneur, and a few other places. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty great experience. Um, have you seen yeah. a lot of benefit coming from writing for Forbes yourself? Oh, yeah, definitely. I get to meet so many amazing people. Um, and then it's kind of similar to, you know, me shooting a YouTube show, you know, I get front and center with entrepreneurs and I get to talk to them and I get to, I get to be inspired by their story. You know, most of the people that I have interviewed, you know, they've started these huge companies. They've gotten this huge amount of funding and, you know, it's because they were passionate about whatever problem that they wanted to solve. And so, you know, I, 
it's exciting to to hear people. I, I love stories like that. I love those good feeling stories of people winning and people um, really going after what they want in life. Um, it's inspiring to me. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy how so many people have these inspiring stories. I know, like, kind of like when we grew up, like, this internet thing wasn't really that prevalent, and there weren't that many stories out there, and it led to not much inspiration when, I mean, I know it was hard for me to find inspiration at places until like maybe around like when we both started writing in like 2013. But before that it was extremely mm-hmm. difficult to find like things that would inspire us. But um, I think as time has progressed, like what we've done is we've created a culture where we could uh, willingly open up about our vulnerabilities and our struggles with like depression, suicide, feeling lonely, um, not making it far in life, and uh, it's really opened up the groundworks where we could have a much stronger community where people are out there and supporting each other for all these big things that we all want to do together. Absolutely, absolutely. It definitely brings people together. Um, and, it, yeah, like you said, it, it, you know, getting those messages out and getting those stories out, I really feel good about sharing people's story about how they were able to bootstrap to, you know, $5 million of revenue or however million dollars of revenue. It inspires someone who's, like, in a small town or who is, you know, has been considering for months and months on starting their business, but they're too afraid to take the leap. So I feel good about sharing those stories because it's important for people to be able to see someone else do what they aspire to do. Yeah, and it's crazy because I know there's so many people in life who kind of hit a low point and they might think that like maybe suicide or something like that might be Mm -hmm. their only option but then they go onto the internet and when they're kind of at that point and they come across an inspirational story and they make a decision to not follow through with it and it wasn't like that like a decade ago if you had that thought you Mm -hmm. probably went through with it and nowadays there's just so much support for everyone and so many inspirational stories that um i mean anyone could really make it out of their hole nowadays as long as they're um, open and receptive to what's out there um it's about Mm -hmm. time for another commercial break um where could people find you again you can find me on Instagram at Jerisa B or um, Twitter at Jerisa B. You can join me in conversation or on Facebook at Jerisa Blunt. Cool. And you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim and we'll be back after this commercial break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Get ready for High Vibe In It with hosts Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you are still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibe In It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time 
on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, back with Teresa Blau. And if you've listened to the first segment of the uh, episode, we really talked about Teresa's journey, overcoming uh, lost jobs, to uh, surgery, to really going out there and propelling up her career by getting started in writing and how that took her life to a different level. In the last segment, we really talked about mental health and the challenges that we kind of face and um, how therapy really helps open up our true selves to how even uh, Jarvis is out there contributing amazing stories out there with Forbes. And I know that, uh, Jarissa, you kind of have a community now where uh, you help women kind of get together and uh you guys like share stories um help and support each other and things like that do you want to kind of get into a little more detail of exactly like how that works and um what that entails and how people could possibly get involved with something like this Um, Well, I've done it on a small scale as well as a bigger scale. So um, I've done, you know, private accountability groups, which I think are amazing. Um, Some people call them mastermind groups. Um, I think everyone should have um, a certain community that will hold them accountable to reaching their goals. It's so, so important. I think that if I did not have that, um, I probably would not have done a lot of things. Um, so I would say to anyone, if you know like a few people or you may not know them that well, um, reaching out to them, creating your own um, accountability group is it's so beneficial and and to be honest with you you may not want to be best friends with them you want to find some women that aspire you you guys are in the trenches together you're you know reaching for your goals together ask them hey do you want to check in you know every week every two weeks once a month whatever it is um you can do it over the phone meeting in person um doing it over email whatever works best for you i would say that would be a great way to create Creating your own community. I've also done some live conversations um, called Brown Girls Innovate 2. Um, it's for women. Um, 
any women. Um, I target specifically minority women because uh, I just feel like there's a lot of things that we need to know and have access to, especially when it comes to starting businesses, understanding about venture capital, angel investment, um, understanding how you can grow and scale your business. Uh, we're a little bit behind in that. And, um, you know, people know the numbers about how how many women get any type of funding with their with their startup or with their business, and it's much, much less for minorities. So um, I do that from time to time um, in Los Angeles. Um, I may do one more before the end of this year. I'm not sure yet, but I always try to bring together some amazing women who have done some amazing things with their businesses, as well as those who can actually open a door for people, such as, you know, VCs, um, investors, etc. Etc. Um, so that people can like get their questions answered. So we can like have a space that we we feel comfortable and asking you know whatever questions that we have. Uh, I just think that's the biggest thing when it comes to starting a business is knowledge and having access to people that you may not have had access to before. Um, those connections really will allow you to propel um, your business forward. Cool. So you're thinking about doing another one of these in Los Angeles before the end of the year? Yes. Um, I'm not sure yet, but it is possible. <laughs> it, is possible. <laughs> it, takes, it takes a lot of work putting on events. Um, so, you know, you got to have the time for it. Yeah, it is quite time-consuming and difficult. Mm-hmm. I try to, it's even hard for me to do a barbecue on my place. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. No, that's that's real. That's real. Yeah, like I don't know how much alcohol I'm supposed to buy. I overbuy all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much food to buy. Mm-hmm. I just bring it, bring everything in the next right. morning and hope 50 people show up and then say, oh, right. cool, there's 10 or 20. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's like, it's a barbecue. Like, there's no, there's no right. monetary gain from it. It has nothing to do related to business. And it's still hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so. Absolutely. I feel I feel you on that. So um, a lot of the things that we covered were kind of about like where you were and where you are. Um, where do you see yourself going? I really, you know, any time that I think about what are the next steps and, you know, what is the next chapter of my life now, I'm always thinking about impact. You know, how can I impact people um, the best way? And so for me, the next step, um, I am working on a business. And so that that is, you know, going to have a lot of my time, which is why I may not be able to do another event, but we'll see. Um, so that's getting a lot of my time. But also, um, you know, I'm working on another book. Um, I would like to put that out sometime next year. And also do some more speaking engagements um, in L.A. and some other cities as well. So that's what will be having my time (laughs) over the next few months for sure. Cool. And um, do you see any uh, big aspirations that you're looking to achieve with your business? 
I mean, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, it's like, gosh, do you say it? Do you say now or do you wait? Yeah, definitely. Um, this is a business I definitely think will be global. Um, it's called Go Fly. And what we do is we do on-demand returns for fashion retailers and their customers. So, you know, the, those times where you buy something, you get home, and it's like, mm, doesn't work. Or maybe you bought it online, and it's like, yeah, it doesn't look like the picture. And you don't have time to take it back to the store. Uh, our service will be able to do that for you. So, um, it's definitely... My wife signs up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's definitely, you know, when you think about starting these types of things, you know, it's like, yeah, you get excited and then you realize just how much work goes into it. And so, um, you know, we just finished one version of the app, um, working on some more versions, doing some more testing. So we're still kind of at the early stages, but um, I'm hoping to fully launch in a few months and, well, at least in L.A., fully launch and see where it goes. But I I definitely feel like this is something that will be global, but it's going to take all of me and all of my attention and energy. Yeah, it definitely will. And... um Angie, my wife, she buys a lot of stuff online and returns a lot of this stuff online. So she'll be your first client. <laughs> Yay. I love it. I love it. Returns are always Yay. so painful. It's like, ah, nobody wants to return. So we want to take that Yeah, true. Away. So um, you, you talked a little bit about your book. Um, can you repeat for the listeners, like, what the name of it is, where they could purchase it, Absolutely. and things like that? Absolutely. You can find it on Amazon. It is hashtag I chose me coming back from heartbreak and other bad relationships. Um, so, yeah, you got that prime membership. You can have it in two days, guys. So you can find it on Amazon. Awesome. So if anyone on here has had any type of heartbreak and they want to go back from that struggle and bring their way back to life, that's the book for you to get for yourself. Uh, Make sure to look out for it on Amazon. And if anyone wants to go and check out my book, which is coming out in October, you can go to ditchtheact.com and we have all the information there and it's a resource where anyone could go in and really go out there and take ownership of their lives by doing the one thing that we were all meant to do, be human. And uh, Jarissa, I wanted to thank you so much for coming on to the show and for sharing all of your insightful advice with all of our listeners today, uh, sharing your personal struggles and your um, thoughts with uh, depression, not having a job and things like that. I know it's not easy for a lot of people to share these things with others. And I really do want to commend you for being so vulnerable and brave really taking ownership of all that to really reshape your career uh, become a contributor for Forbes, go out there and do amazing things and even set up communities to inspire others and it's kind of amazing that you were able to do all that Uh, if anyone wants to go out there and connect with you, uh, where could they connect with you again? You can definitely find me on Instagram or Twitter at Jerisa B, um, Facebook at Jerisa Blunt. I would love to connect with you, um, so definitely find me. Cool. And do you have any final thoughts for all our listeners? Final thoughts? Listen, if there's something that has been tugging at your heart or you've 
you just can't let go of this idea, I would encourage you to push forward on the idea. Take one baby step today, tomorrow. Just take a step every single day um, because there's a reason why you're not able to, to let go of that idea for a reason. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I hope all of our listeners had some valuable insights today. And for all our listeners, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. We'll be back next Thursday with some more insights. Uh, Make sure to take some time to check out the respective books. Go out there, work on your journey. And um, one day you'll all become influencers too, uh, going out there and sharing your mission with the world. Uh, You can always find me at Mr. Leonard him and once again thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you next week thank you for making us part of your week listen for grow your influence tree with leonard kim every thursday at 4 p.m eastern time and 1 p.m pacific time on the voice america influencers channel stand out stand apart and become a top influencer we'll see you here next week